Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas and my guest today is Crow Wing County Administrator Tim Houle. Tim, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks, Ken. Thanks for having me back. It's good to see you again and it's been a little while. Yes, it has been a while, but uh, here we are. The The year is underway and uh, what's going on at the county? Well, let's start by talking with uh, about COVID. We yeah. haven't talked about that for a while. Um, our case numbers had risen, and you've all heard about the Omicron variant of the of COVID, and yeah. it has certainly hit our community um, hard with cases. We now have the highest peak of cases. Our two-week average is at the highest it's ever been since the pandemic. There is good news uh, with the Omicron variant, however. It, we, we know that it is more contagious, as you can see by our numbers, we also know it is not quite as severe as previous variants. In other words, you people don't get quite as sick. Um, if you're vaccinated, you're running the risk of a hospitalization or a more serious uh, health problem, uh, about equivalent to getting in your car and driving to work in the morning. If you're unvaccinated, there are still higher risks for you of serious disease. The issue there gets to be how much we're taxing our healthcare systems and whether we're overtaxing our healthcare systems. If you think about it, our hospitals are designed to house about 3% of us at any one point in time. So they don't have capacity for all of us at the same time. So we're concerned about those rising numbers and we have KN95 masks available at law enforcement agencies throughout the county to help folks with uh, protecting themselves. A KN95 mask is closer to a medical grade mask than say a cloth mask. So it's gonna be a little bit more effective uh, than a cloth mask would be. You can work with, you can go to any of our local police departments. We're making it convenient for residents to stop in for a mask if they want, no matter where they live. You can pick up some, share with others, help keep our community safe. Public health is also gonna be offering another vaccine clinic for those 18 and older. The Moderna and Johnson and Johnson vaccines are offered. And for your listeners' benefit, you know, they, they got an interim use authorization originally, and that was a concern for some folks. Want to make sure folks know that they have received full FDA approval now for all of the vaccines. These are for first, second, or booster vaccines. The clinic, clinics are at our community services building at 204 Laurel Street from 1230 to 2.30. Uh, the next one is Wednesday, February 9th, and then Wednesday, March 9th. After that, you can go to our website, crowing.us, to schedule appointments, or you can give us a call at 824-1170. And it's good to see uh, that we have masks available, but as you pointed out, the safest thing you can do is get those vaccines. Yeah, it is still a better thing for all of us, and uh, certainly it helps to contain spread. And, you know, the spread is certainly what contributes to our numbers. Uh, you know, we hear about breakthrough cases, too. So, you know, I want your listeners to understand that a, a breakthrough case of COVID certainly can happen even after you're vaccinated. Um, but what we are finding and the data is supporting is that you do not get as seriously ill um, with a breakthrough case. If you've been vaccinated, if you're unvaccinated, you still might not have a serious case. It's just a bit of a roll of a dice uh, for those folks who, you know, we unfortunately are still experiencing serious cases, ICU visits, hospitalizations, and unfortunately deaths in our community due to COVID. So, uh, just encourage your listeners to really consider getting vaccinated if they have not done so already. 
Yeah, and I believe uh, statewide we're up to somewhere almost 65% are fully vaccinated. So that tells you that there's an awful lot of people that have taken this. And Yeah, yeah and even in Crow Wing County, for those that are five years old and older, it's 61%. So it, you know, there, there is a lot of vaccination that has occurred in our community, but 40% of the population being unvaccinated is still allowing this to circulate. Um, and so the best I can do, Ken, I know that the folks have strong opinions about this one way or the other. The best I can do is try to convey the available evidence that I'm seeing. Uh, and what that evidence is telling me is our community would be better off if we got vaccinated. Yes, very true. All right. Well, uh, maybe on a nice cold winter day, we should uh, think warm thoughts like summer uh, in the Lakes area. It's kind of a strange thing when you work in county government. We think about (laughs) summer during the winter because that's when we're planning for the summer. And we think about winter during the summer because that's when we're planning for winter. So here we are planning for summer. So uh, Visions of the ice out and people with their boats and launching and going out fishing and water skiing. Isn't that that's a nice vision for today when I think the wind chill today was like 30 below. So we are going to be launching our aquatic invasive species prevention plan. It just came back from a 30 day public comment period to get input from the public. And we have developed a number of strategies for the $462,000 we get from Minnesota, the Minnesota legislature, for the prevention of the spread of aquatic invasive species. Aquatic invasive species would be things like Eurasian water milfoil, stony starwort, purple loosestrife, those kinds of things that are not native to our waters and have a tendency to have detrimental impacts on the biodiversity community within the lake. So we are um, going to be engaging in watercraft inspections. We're going to hire inspectors to work at our public lake accesses again. And the, you know what we're trying to find there is any of those aquatic invasive species that might be hitching a ride on your boat or your trailer from one lake to the next. Um, that is the number one priority that was identified by our local lake associations uh-huh. and the stakeholders. It is what we have done in the past, and so we are going to continue to do that. We're going to be looking to have about 16,000 hours of watercraft inspections at our public lake accesses. That's our number one strategy. The second strategy, we have decontamination units uh, that will be available throughout the county. One of them is at the Cross Lake Highway Department, and we also operate a mobile decontamination station. We move that around between five public landings, including on Lake Edward, Lower Hay, Lower Cullen, Pelican Halverson Bay, and Upper South Long. Um, these are important because it takes really, really hot water to get the to kill zebra mussels and a high pressure spray to remove plant material. So between the two, the, the that's what the decontamination units do: strip off plant material with high pressure and kill zebra mussels with hot water. We'll also do some grants for the treatment of Eurasian water milfoil to some of the lake associations. We're going to launch an education and awareness campaign this year for Starry Stonewort to try to do a little bit better vigilance, monitoring of that. Uh, And then we will continue to work with area lake associations, the environmental lab in the Twin Cities to conduct zebra mussel, villager, spiny, spiny water flea testing, Um, all sorts of things that uh, we don't really care to have in our lakes. So um, we're going to be launching on that in the not-too-distant future. Excellent. Well, it sounds like a pretty comprehensive plan, and 
as a lakeshore property owner here in Crowing County. I, I know we've had a watercraft inspector at our landing for uh, most of the summer last year, and it was so great to see that. And the few times I did take my boat out, uh, it was always great. They were very courteous and yet did a thorough inspection, and, and that's a good thing because we want to prevent the spread of these uh, invasive species. You know what we find, Ken, is we, we find that the vast, vast, overwhelming majority of people, we want to do the right thing. Yes. We may not always know what the right thing is to do, but we want to do the right thing. And so, um, yeah, we certainly focus our inspectors on trying to be courteous and, and whatnot. But I can tell you that uh, the interactions between, you know, the vast, vast majority of boat uh, owners and our inspectors has been nothing but positive. And folks are appreciative of the fact that we're trying to maintain the quality of our lakes, I think we all know how important that is to our economic vitality. Uh, and so it's really important, um, and we're doing that work. If folks are looking, if they maybe have a college student or they're a senior citizen retired, they want a summer job for a little bit, we're going to need to be hiring about 65 watercraft inspectors to work May through September. Those shifts are going to be mainly on Friday through Sunday. If you can imagine, that's when most of the boat traffic is. Yeah. So it is weekend work. Um, this is the fourth year that we've hired inspectors. We have some that come back every year. Uh, some enjoy going out to different landings on different lakes and seeing different people. Some like to go back to the same landing near nearest to their home. Um, but if you're interested, we're going to be reviewing applications to get this team in place by early April so if you're interested in being a watercraft inspector, inspector, you can apply at our website, crowwing.us. Just look at the careers tab, or we'll be accepting applications starting March 1st. If you have questions, you can contact our human resources office at 822-7030. Excellent. Yeah, that uh, is one of those uh, jobs where you get to be outside all the time, too, and you'll meet a, a lot of nice people uh, looking to enjoy the lakes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not so sure if, you know, when it's hot and there's no boaters there, they might even take a dip in the lake. I'm not sure. No. Okay. That sounds good. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Tim, of course, uh, in the middle of winter, the county is still working hard on snow removal. Uh, mm -hmm. If and when we see some more snow, but uh, it's not been too bad a winter so far, has it? No, we're kind of getting it in uh, shots, you know. Yeah. Um, I would like to promote, we have a, an app out on the App Store that you can go to get, Where's My Snowplow? It's unique to Crow Wing County, and it is an app that basically shows you where the plow trucks have been. Uh, so if you're uh, looking at your morning or your evening commute and want to know whether your route home has been plowed or not yet, uh, you can use the Where's My Snowplow app. We're working on trying to get it Alexa uh, enabled for the personal assistant devices. So while you're while you're combing what little hair I have left uh, in the morning, I can ask Alexa, "Where's my snowplow?" and uh, she'll be able to tell us whether it's gone by or not. So encourage folks to go to the app stores that they use. Where's my snowplow? Well, I know when we talked to Jordy earlier this year. Uh, it it's amazing how much technology is involved in those snowplows, and here's just another example. Now we can even track them. So, yeah, and I think we're getting about uh, sixteen hundred views after each storm event. Oh, so wow. I do know that people are using it. I think it's a handy tool, and I think we will continue to try to enhance it to provide more and more information for safe commutes. That's really what it's all about. Very good. 
All right. Well, Tim, we've covered a lot of territory, and uh, I appreciate you uh, checking in with us and talking about what's happening with the county. Uh, You have a great day, and we'll talk again soon. Very good. Thanks for having me, Ken. My pleasure. Crow Wing County Administrator Tim Houle is our guest today. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs are available to listen to anytime on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also find them on our free mobile app that's powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.